0: everyone, welcome back to the Life with Leva podcast where we talk about mental health, identity, sexuality, relationships, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Jasmine and I'm here today with an old friend Rachel. Hey. Uh, Rachel and I both dropped out of high school uh, surprisingly but we kind of strayed on different paths of success. Uh, Rachel uh, eventually went on to pursue a GED while I went straight into the working world, and stayed there. Uh, Today, we want to discuss the differences and how school is different for everybody. Um... Rachel, can you tell me a little bit about what you've been up to since you dropped out? Well, um, I've
1: been trying to find the right job. I've gone through numerous to find one I really care about working for and I'm trying to utilize the GED that I earned for myself in twenty seventeen.
0: Um congrats yeah, on getting thanks. that by the way. You too. <laughs> um so tell me <laughs> um tell me about how you felt when you finally like passed all the GED testing. Oh and my god. Okay. I took everything in sections, individual tests.
1: So to finally have all of that completed was so accomplishing and wonderful, and I felt that I could finally get jobs that I care about, and I could finally pursue college and whatever I want to do, start writing maybe, just do something more with myself and putting it off and keep working jobs that I hated,
0: you know? Right. Um, So do you think being in high school – like affected your mental health. Absolutely.
1: And I know it doesn't affect everybody. Some people are built for stress. But I don't think that in my particular case, I was going to be able to be unaffected by it. Um, I have had anxiety and depression since I was about 14. So of course, going into high school, that's really going to set you up for either failure or driving you to succeed and I couldn't find my middle ground it was affecting me and so many different ways really
0: yeah. yeah um so how did you like cope with your anxiety and and depression and things while you were in high school
1: um I'm gonna be honest back then I really didn't have healthy coping mechanisms. I didn't really understand what was going on. All I understood was the obstacles in front of me that I had to get through. And I didn't do well with that, with knowing that I had things to turn in, that I had this future to create and this plan to make and things to work towards. I wasn't doing well with that at all. I was doing a lot of let's see i was drinking i was taking a lot of pills i was not okay mm-hmm. i was breaking down a lot basically i was crying confiding with people i missed school a lot more than i was there
0: yeah i yeah. i did too <laughs> yeah i think i um i got hit with truancy once or twice oh same here same here so so that was fun <laughs> um so did you use like Creativity or art as an outlet? Uh, at I all? tried my best to. I wasn't very confident
1: in my talents or skills that I could do back then. I didn't, I was so depressed that I couldn't do anything. You know, I wanted to. I did doodles on the sheets that I had to turn in all the time. And I wrote and I wrote and I wrote always. I had these journals just filled with these sad, sad things. But that was kind of how. I had an outlet that time because I didn't have many friends I could really count on or the friends I did have didn't go to that school. They went to other high schools. So it made it really difficult Mm -hmm. to do anything about. I just kind of had to write and doodle quietly and just kind of take what was happening, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, What do you think was like the ultimate deal breaker? Like what happened the day you... (laughs) Decided that you were gonna drop out.
1: Uh, it had been a back and forth for me for a long time. I ultimately knew deep down that I wasn't cut out for school. Not more so, I didn't want to finish, or just didn't want to do it. It's that I literally couldn't. And when I finally accepted that I couldn't, that was around the time that I kind of gave up on everything. I skipped a lot of classes. I was drowning in absences and grades that were just phenomenally upsetting and low and I think the one thing that finally broke it for me was when I turned 16 yeah when I turned 16 um I had this girlfriend in high school and that was the only person I'd really dated in that school and this best friend that I thought were actual friends or actual good people for me who turned out to not be who bullied me who actually bullied me it was actual schoolyard bullying and I felt that I couldn't come to my last period and be comfortable I felt that I had to either get there early or sit in the computer lab to take that class and around that time I was just like fuck it you know what else was there for me
0: right yeah I uh I remember kind of the day when I decided that I was going to drop out um, I remember I was in my geometry class, which was my least favorite class ever. I love algebra, but I cannot stand de- geometry. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was it was sophomore year. And and the teacher, she was, like, really old and really mean. <laughs> um, and I didn't have any friends in that class either, so I, I really already kind of felt like an outcast. And I was texting a friend, and I was just saying, I really want to kill myself right now. And they went and told the school counselor and so oh. i got called into the counselor's office and at this point this was like you know the 20th time i had been to the counselor's office for a number of reasons and she sat me down and was basically like listen we're either gonna cart you off to an institution or you, you can go home and i was like yeah just call my mom and on the car ride home after my mom picked me up I was like I'm not going back because it was just yeah. like it, it was such like a groundbreaking moment for me that like I really I just can't deal with it and you, you know? shouldn't have, have to feel that way in high school I know exactly what you mean by that oh yeah I, it, it's crazy that that it can have such such a you know an impact on you and I, I remember being in, um, I was in the, the military class. Oh, okay. I have no idea why I picked that. <laughs> but I remember um, I was so anxious about going to the military class because the teacher was so, you know, harsh. it's a military class that I was getting ready to put on the uniform. And I started breaking out in hives for the first time in my life like, all over my legs and my face and my Whoa. chest. And, and my mom my mom was like, yeah, you're not going to school today. And they immediately cleared up. Like, it was, it was day and night. It was ridiculous. Um, okay, so, like, for the first few weeks after you dropped out, uh, did your mental state get, like, worse or better? Um, that was an extremely confusing time because I
1: forgot to include in your last question how around that time – my deal breaker was also how my parents were not going to let me. So I was looking up online, how to and bringing in forms and talking to the counselor. And at that time, I'd actually ran away, which was how I ended up dropping out of school. I didn't just decide I was going to go back, not go back one day, I actually ran away. And with that, I ended up in a mental hospital for that whole week. And that was when I first kind of acknowledged that I had been dropped out of school. And my parents called me from the mental mental institution telling me that they had to go unenroll me and talk to my principal and sign some forms. And that was really around the time that it was finalized for me. And from then on, for the first few months, I didn't know what to think of things. I didn't know where to go. I was so torn up and lost and confused and alone. And that was probably one of the darkest times and periods of my life, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I could definitely relate. Um, so would would you say that your time in the mental institution like helped you or hurt you?
1: Uh, looking back it was just so confusing I felt that I didn't belong there because what had happened Mm -hmm. was I had told police officers that I wanted to kill myself and I didn't realize the severity of that and so when I was put in there the whole time I felt that I didn't belong there I didn't really elaborate any life decisions or anything because I was still very very emotionally immature I was on antidepressants I was just a broken lost kid I don't think I really knew what was going on or what was going to happen it didn't make it better or worse it
0: just kind of was you know um so why was it important for you to get a GED and why do you think it's important for other people to get one well around the time I didn't
1: really take this as something that I felt I needed to do or should do I was just kind of like well I don't want to be a dropout that does nothing and I need better education I need some sort of high school diploma so you know I got one and now looking back yes it's extremely important to have one or to continue your education somehow if you feel that systemized school isn't for you public school isn't for you then do something else have an alternative route that's what I believe now as an adult that kids who need to drop out or are going to drop out or want to drop out I think they should consider a different route doing something else whether that's going straight into the work field or getting your GED or testing out or something anything private school uh, going to early college, high school, anything, just not right. sitting there and, and labeling yourself a dropout that stays stagnant.
0: Right. Yeah. I, uh, my original plan, you know, was to get, um, a GED, a GED, but, um, I mean, I started working right, you know, a few months after I had dropped out, I was 14 and I've been working Whoa. the <laughs> same job ever since. Um, and I, it, I'm fortunate enough to where it's a and I really like it and it's not it's such a small business that they don't really care as long as you can prove your skill Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people I think don't realize that I I think this is um, at least a law in the states but you can attend any college or university with or without a high school diploma as long as you're over the age of 18. Oh really? So yeah, so last year, uh, about a month before my 18th birthday, I enrolled in college and they didn't they didn't care because it was like, um, as long as you're not trying to go after some kind of, you know, degree, they don't care. Um, so you can attend college for classes just f- oh, just wow. to learn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I'm really grateful that that that's a thing. <laughs> um So, do you think that some people just aren't, like, cut out for school?
1: Absolutely. Even without the mental illness involved, without any other aspect, there are just some people that genuinely cannot do well in such a brick square system. It's so systematic. Mm -hmm. It's so... You just, you walk behind each other, a clone of the person that you're around. I'm sorry, that makes no sense. But you're basically just the same (laughs) outcome, the same, you know, and some people aren't meant to do that. Some people aren't meant to learn math, social studies, science. Some people have differing interests. Some people are hands-on learners. Some people don't get taught well by somebody lecturing in front of you, you know, and That doesn't Mm -hmm. have anything to do with their mental state. Just Some people need a different form of education, or some people are just meant to work. That's my opinion, but I've seen it in a lot of adolescents.
0: Right. Um, Have you heard of the the trend that's going on right now called unschooling? Oh, no, I haven't. It's really big with... um, people who are like against the system they're vegan they don't like the government you know anti-vaxxers and people like that um uh I mean I do I have friends that you know um I mean even me even my parents were kind of um unschool driven but um essentially you you just don't take your kids to school ever straight out straight out the womb you know they never they never have any kind of education except the education that their parents give them and And, you know, maybe some kind of online stuff, but it's, it's not a set curriculum. It's not, oh, you're in grade six, seven, eight, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, It's just kind of whenever you get the chance. Um, And while that's cool and everything, I personally don't think it's for everybody. I think that everyone kind of needs at least some kind of basis for education. Whether, yeah. Uh, Whether, you know, um, you just go to kindergarten through fifth grade, and then from there on, you're on your own, you know. And just Um, in the way that public
1: school isn't for everybody, that isn't for everybody. You know, I don't think you should unschool everybody. That shouldn't be a trend. I think what you should do is approach the kid and how they want to individually learn and ask them. It's ne- they're never too young to comprehend what what's
0: going on here and to kind of have a say in it, at least remotely. Exactly. It it gives them kind of like a sense of independence, you know, like they, they actually matter because you, you get older and you kind of resent your parents because you're like, I knew what was exactly. best for me in this situation. Uh, you know, I was a p- independent enough to figure this out on my own and you made the decision for me. Um I do kind of want to talk about my youngest brother, Howie, um, my older brother, Grayson. I interviewed him on the on the first podcast. Um, he just started his freshman year of high school this year, and he's a, a social butterfly. <laughs> he, he's very well versed in social skills and social cues. He was he was in public school for a majority of his life. And um, like I said, my parents were kind of into the unschooling thing. So he was unschooled slash homeschooled um, from ages like 10 to 13. Um, so, you know, it, it was a good time for him to just kind of chill out, I think. But my younger brother, Howie, um, he's, he'll be 12 in December, or 13 in December, I'm not sure. Uh, he was pulled out of school around the age of eight. And he just started school again, and he's in the eighth grade. So There's a big um, gap there. Yeah, it, it kind of caused his social skills to uh, deteriorate. <laughs> um, he's not as well-versed in, in social cues and talking with people. He's kind of awkward, you know? Like, you could almost say that he, he kind of falls on um, the autism spectrum because of the way that he can't pick up emotions, you yeah. know what I mean? So uh, do you think that going to school at a young age um, is kind of pertinent to developing social skills? Absolutely, because when you're growing up and
1: you're learning what life is, it's crucial to have the social aspects as well as educational. And no matter how you receive Mm -hmm. the education, you can't keep kids contain from the world and from friends and from learning what that's like having I don't know having crushes on other children or being friends with other children or who you're playing with on the playground or who they like or don't like to be around you know you have to learn those things you have that's just crucial to growing up and even yeah. if you can't get it in school there's got to be some way to still expose the child to social situations or there's going to be a big gap in how they mm-hmm. speak or how,
0: how they feel, how they understand the world. Right. And and I think it's better for them to do it at a young age too because, I mean, they learn it quicker and I think it's way less embarrassing when you screw up as a six-year-old, yes. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Because nobody cares what you say when you're six. But if if you just start learning your social skills at the age of eleven, twelve, thirteen, you're gonna, people are gonna start caring. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now I kind of want to talk about um, your relationships and stuff, and kind of how they've changed. Um, so, how did your relationship with your friends and family change? Did they like? Did they look at you differently? Um, when I dropped out. Um... My friends kind
1: of expected it and they just sort of went with it. And um, some of them that I didn't keep were more enabling and they didn't really understand the route that I was going on. They just wanted me to stay in high school for selfish reasons or whatever. I'm not really friends with those type of people anymore. I'm friends with the more outcasted ones that were in the same situation with me. We're still friends to this day because they understood I think that my family definitely was shocked for a while. Well, my parents knew it was going to happen, but they had to kind of wrap their heads around it and accept it and grow into it and still care about me. Because when you drop out of high school and you have these conservative older parents, that isn't exactly always going to have a good outcome, especially with my grandparents Mm -hmm. who are even older from a more different time you know, that's that's its own thing that you have to kind of yeah g- grow into or you have to do something about so they at least feel better about your decision. They definitely were relieved when I got my GED. They were relieved when I kept trying to keep jobs because, like you, I've worked since I was 15, 16 as well. So mm-hmm. there's still the sense of independence. They still know who I am and what I came from, but definitely around the time, it was kind of difficult, difficult for them to accommodate to and understand my choices and why I made them. And even my grandma still to this day is like, I wish you completed high school. I know it was your choice. Do you regret it? She asked me that all the time. And I still tell everybody it's the best decision I've ever made.
0: Yeah. Right. That- that's what I say <laughs> too. <laughs> um how do like how has your romantic relationships changed like do you do people care when you tell them um typically no no they don't
1: um for a long time it was just um the one that I was sustaining around the time I did drop out was on the same path with me she was on the exact same path she kind of almost inspired me to go through with what I knew I always had to do for myself because she at the time was going to go ahead and start fall GED courses and was getting enrolled. And one of um, my best friends around that time too, which was her friend, did the exact same thing. And these people kind of inspired me to keep, to go forward with what I, what I knew. Not, they didn't, mm, What's the word I'm looking for? They didn't really have any effect on whether I was going to or not going to. And after I did for a long time, people that I would date never really thought of it any different. Because Mm -hmm. I either had my GED or I was doing something that showed that I was a successful individual. Not just, oh, I dropped out, (laughs) haha, I'm not doing anything, because I was that for a while. And people probably did think negatively of that. But Mm
0: -hmm. currently,
1: in my current relationship, I just watched her graduate high school. And I told her how much I admired her for that, because I was not mentally strong enough to do so. And she said, you know what? You made the right choice for yourself and look where you are now. And I think that stands for everything. And that's how it should be. That's how everybody, family, friends, everyone should look at you when you tell them that you dropped out.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, how did you, did your relationship with yourself change at all? Absolutely. That was the
1: hugest change, the most astounding change because I went from this broken down, confused, scared, lost child, to this blossoming person, to this individual that attains things that I want to happen for myself. I'm a very determined, progressing, constantly, set forward person. And I think that came from finally jumping the gun and doing what I had to do for myself because I don't think I would have turned out the same if I stayed in high school. And I'm sure that everyone who's dropped out can say that to some extent, whether it be negative or positive, you just are a different person. And it makes you either better or worse. It depends
0: how you utilize it. Mm-hmm. Um. How did the way that you present yourself change after dropping out?
1: Um, It took a while, but I was definitely more bold with my style. I began getting tattoos and giving myself the tattoos that I wanted because I had wanted them since I was in there, but I was too afraid. I was too afraid to express my style back then. I was too afraid to express the piercings, the hair colors I wanted, and for a long time, it was just an experimental rebellious stage of, hey, I can do what I want now, and trying to find where I'm at now. You know, mm-hmm. I would have probably never cut my hair and had it this nice, short, feminine style. I would have kept this long, atrocious blonde hair with dye in it, you know? It changes right. when you don't have guidelines, yeah. when you don't have people who see you every day and expect a certain look or a certain format of a person they believe you are when you can present yourself to the world however you want you're going to and yeah it takes a few phases or changes or styles but then when you find out who you are inside it kind of all comes together externally as well
0: mm-hmm. um, how, how do you think we broke the stereotypes of being high school dropouts
1: It's easy. We are successful. We did something with ourselves. We dropped out for different reasons that don't fall along the lines of I don't want it or I'm lazy or I'm tired of this. It's more so we felt we couldn't in the time. And that doesn't define us as individuals because we're obviously successful, goal-oriented, driven, hardworking people. That's who we've been all along. That's why we couldn't abide with the system. That's why we couldn't do it. Right. Because we were supposed to, our destiny was, to work the job that you work, that you care about. Mine was to write, to work jobs that would kind of get me to where I want to be eventually, or get me into college, or whatever, you know? Just the fact that we are sitting here you know, doing drugs somewhere, being a dropout and doing nothing that in itself sets us aside from the stigma because I've been called a loser pothead dropout for the first few years because I was pretty stagnant. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yes. And when you actually Mm -hmm. get up and start doing things and you actually work towards something, that's immediately what sets you aside from all that
0: right um sorry I'm reading off my outline (laughs) right now (laughs) um okay do you think we're more successful than our peers who graduated high school um either way that would be
1: an opinion it's just kind of based on what Each person defines a success because I would... It depends on each peer, you know? Because there are some people that are doing a little bit better than you, yeah. But there are other people who are just kind of working a crappy job and driving a car their parents bought them. And we're at a different place than that, I would believe so. So, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. But in some ways... They aren't more successful than us because um this is a very risky question. Because yeah. Yeah, that's why I love it. In it. There. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Staying on track does kind of confide you I don't know, it does kind of confine you and make you more reduced with what you're going to do or you create a set path for yourself. When you just kind of drop into the world like this You have to find what you want to do. You have to test things. You have to really figure it out. Figure everything for yourself out. And Mm -hmm. so probably individually, I'd say yes, we are more successful as people. Maybe not with the external things that we're doing with our lives or where we're at right now. But yes, overall, in my opinion, definitely
0: right and i definitely think that we're kind of at an advantage um especially if you drop out you know sophomore uh junior year as opposed to like dropping out and seeing oh, because you're you're kind of one step ahead you know you're you're learning how to navigate the real world before everybody else does right and it's and it's a good time for you to learn this stuff too because again you're, you're still kind of young you're still kind of impressionable uh you're still kind of malleable to um you know, just based on your environment and things like that. But that being said, I do think that people in high, still in high school and that, you know, they graduate. Um, I, I think they get uh, accustomed to the system. So it makes it easier for them to, to get into the working world and stay Uh there because they've already been acclimated to it in high school. Um, so, um, what, what are your future plans? Like, do you ever plan on um, attending college? I certainly do. I just don't know when
1: or where. And I'm considering not even going for a degree right now because, honestly, I just want to be a better writer. I just want to study English. I want to study art philosophy. I want to study design and business. And I just want to study things and learn things because I wasn't able to do hands-on work I wasn't able to turn things in because of my mental state and I wanted to wait until I grew more as a person and I understood what life is more as a person and I was in a better place to take on those tasks Mm -hmm. so I think I'm in that place I'm just trying to figure out you know where to go what to do next but definitely at some point in the near future I'd like to learn again. I'd like to turn in papers. I'd like to stay up late writing things that have to be read over and right. critiqued. And so I can only get better. I want to put myself through that more so to create a career later on if I can. As far as other future mm-hmm. plans, I'm not sure what to tell you. I think that a lot of it is just in provision. It just kind of comes And it just will come with trying your best and trying things out and being very optimistic and open to things. I think that's how a lot of people should do it rather than just set plan, set goal, set path. Because anything Mm -hmm. at any point can change so easily. So I'm just going to find out what I need to do for myself. I believe it will come if I have just a general outline and a general desire to make myself better, then I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then that's really good. I think furthering education by choice is a really, really big and uh, important step because I think what happens to the majority of the population is that they end up going to college or university straight out of high school uh, and end up studying something that they not they may not be interested in in the future. They still all because have to. yeah, like societal pressures, and they're not allowing themselves that time that both you and I took to just take a year or two and just learn about life. Yes. You know? <laughs> because I feel like that's the time when you really discover what you want to do. You know, uh, with your life and your future. And the big thing about university, too, is that unlike high school, not only are you wasting your time, you're wasting your money. True, because you're usually studying things
1: that are the exact same pattern as high school. It's very systematic. It's very, you know, what's left on the plate, something that you don't actually care for. You're wasting your money in a literal sense.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I need this many science credits to graduate, you know, it's... It's so dumb. It, is. <laughs> it Like it really is. Um, so I'm going to ask you one last question. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about dropping out of high school? Honestly,
1: if you're at that point,
0: stick it out for a little while longer because
1: there are some times where you're going to have momentary doubt or you're going to momentarily want to give up. You're going to have a rough day but that doesn't stand for what you want to do in your future. I think you need to consider, um, if you look back from this point when you're older, would you regret it? And if you can't answer that, I think you need to think. You need to really elaborate on this and sit on this and give it some time. Because Mm -hmm. when you make the decision you can mess things up for yourself very easily if that wasn't your desired path. If it was just situational, maybe you need a different school or different classes or you need to not be around certain people or you need to, I don't know, take it easier if you're pushing yourself more. Just figure it out before you really make this finalized decision because people can't realize how large of an impact such a decision like that can actually have and this Mm -hmm. for me and anyone else could have gone either way we think it's the best decision but it could have easily been the worst as well so you have to really put thought into this and think is this what I want for myself am I sure is there a career that I think I could do maybe is there an alternative route I can take at least start planning that if you mm-hmm. want to drop out, and that doesn't have to be education immediately, because I know from experience, it it's mindset. If you're not in the right mindset and the right time in your life, then continue it later by choice when you want to, when you know what you actually want to study. But at least think of an occupation or something, anything. GED. Oh, yeah, yes. definitely. Not just, okay, mm-hmm. I want to drop out, one and done, I'm done. Not the best
0: way yeah, to approach that. Yeah, I mean... I feel like everybody, every student, at some point in their life was like, yes, "I want to drop exactly. out," <laughs> you know. But you know, you just gotta push through. And I mean, if in the end, uh, the thought of going to class gives you high, yes. then <laughs> you know, may- maybe it's time to consider Or you're trying seriously. to kill yourself
1: in the bathroom. Maybe, right. maybe create yeah. some other maybe options. It's
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I think we had a really good discussion. Um, thank you for coming on with me and sharing your no, experience. thanks for having me. I've always wanted to kind of talk about this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I have too. And I think it, it's a great kind of subject to discuss because like I said, I think everybody, you know, thinks about it oh, at some yeah. point and and um, it's, it's important, you know, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> well, thank you again. And everybody, make sure you go check out my last two podcasts, Being Transgender in High School and Being a Male Makeup Artist. Um, Rachel, you want to you wanna say goodbye? <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening.